Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome back to another episode of Raw Crypto Talks Thursdays, where we like to get into crypto, right? We speculate about what's going on. We talk about some of the easiest ways to get into crypto, and we try to stay relevant. And uh, hey, by the way, we're just some dudes looking at factual information on the internet, which means do your research, right? So, uh, and by research, uh, we are coming out of CoinGecko and CoinMarketCap, two of the two biggest aggregators to 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 track cryptocurrency data. And um, yeah, I hope everybody's having a good night today. We got the creator, Mad Sun Blue himself. What's good with you? Good, what's good, Beardo? Oh, just here listening to some information, you know, absorbing. Word up, man, word up. I feel like it's been a good day of, of uh, absorption, I guess, into the wrong direction. But you know what? Hey, bears got to have their day, man. Remember those those market animals, right? You got a bull market, you got a bear market. Bears got to have a day. We ain't going to mention the gorillas and the crabs right now. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll eventually come back to them. So one of the other things we like to do is uh, we like to take a look at some of the trading view, right? Some of the candlestick patterns. That way we can determine um, which direction some of this may or may not go in, right? So uh, we ain't trying to tell the future. All we're trying to do is form some type of hypothesis based off of the instruments we have. Nothing wrong with that. Make some educated guess. I like that. Exactly. Exactly. It's the difference between assumptions and, well, assumptions is kind of educated guesses but you know assumptions work in some cases not most you know not most cases so people are like we can assume that i'm like all right <laughs> so um the global cryptocurrency market cap today is 2.17 trillion we are down 2.1 percent in the last 24 hours right so bitcoin is down 2.3 percent for the day they are also down 9.2% for the week, right? And the reason why we like to go over the top 10 is because that's where a majority of value that you have in cryptocurrency uh, resides in. What I mean by that is, uh, let's just talk about Bitcoin by itself, right? Bitcoin is a third of the whole entire marketplace. So if all roads lead to Bitcoin, right? Whenever you want to trade something, inside of a, a centralized marketplace, most, most times you can trade it with Bitcoin or USDT. You know, that, that liquidity holds hard. Not only that, Bitcoin's a giant natural well, which, you know, you gonna follow the well. You wanna make money, you follow the well, it's simple. That's just one way, you know, but don't forget, do your research. Number two, uh, we got Ethereum. Ethereum is down almost five percent for the day and they're down nine percent for the week you see how those numbers kind of kind of look very similar that right there shows you that the other tokens are tied to bitcoin in some way or fashion right and then if they're not tied directly to bitcoin they're tied to something that's tied to bitcoin so if bitcoin's going to make a nine percent dip hey most things going to follow suit but works in both directions. That's the good part, right? Doesn't work that way with all tokens, but hey, tokens that are actually providing some type of infrastructure to our cryptocurrency metaverse, if you will now, then hey, there's always, <laughs> there's gonna be room for you. So number three, Binance coin, man. Yo, we were just talking about Binance coin, man. 
Like, ironically enough, Binance Coin is number three, right? Although it's number three, a majority of the of the of the weight of cryptocurrency is on Binance's network still. So even though it ain't the top, it, it holds most of the value. It's crazy. So infrastructure. Exactly, man. Exactly. It's it's a lot easier to move on Binance than it is other places. It's almost like infrastructure with a little bit of convenience sprinkled in. So, oh, speaking of, man, I, I have a website now that you can just hit one button and then connect new networks to your decentralized wallet. For those who don't know, uh, decentralized wallets are, are like, uh, let's, let's just talk about decentralized real quick, right? You got centralized marketplaces like your Coinbase, your Hotbit, your your crypto.coms your you know what i'm saying there uh places where they're owned by companies they have a head a board of directors probably or just some type of owner or whatever right and then you have decentralized decentralized is more so like dealing with an atm or a vending machine you know what i'm saying it's it's all it's automated you know once once these processes and systems are put in place the the owners of them no longer own the majority of that process they they put it on the blockchain which means it's automated at that point and verified and audited you know so uh you know that's the difference between dealing with those two now with the decentralized wallet um you're not you're not tied and limited by that marketplace right training wheels off yeah but you're not tied down anymore right so if you hear about a company that's getting ready to come online and they're getting ready to bring a token online and you want to try to get that token early in some cases you can't get it from those bigger marketplaces because they may not they may not even have it listed so we ain't gonna go too deep into that though i feel like i, I did that's 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 more so uh you know marketplace theory so you know on thursdays we kind of we kind of touch a couple of different things yeah we hit the top 10 but we also look at some of the whys, right? And uh, and, and the reason why I'm even going over is because I was I was asked that I was asked some of these questions this week, you know. So it's like, what's the you know what's the point of this and what's the point of that, you know? So, uh, so moving forward, uh, speaking of tether, number four, tether's dollar coin. Dollar coin is tether. Not even a whole lot to talk about when it comes to tether. There's liquidity that's supposed to hold tether at a dollar, and guess what? It holds itself at a dollar, right? You may see that negative two or negative point two and negative point six. That is way in the significant digits. I'm talking like the millionths and 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 hundredths uh, or sorry thousandths place, right? Uh, nothing you need to be concerned with unless you're moving hundreds of thousands of dollars between, you know, well just hun moving hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yes, then you would be worried about that, right? Uh, Solana number five. Solana is down five percent for the day, and they're down fourteen percent for the week. Uh, you like Solana, man? Let's let's take let's take a look at Solana real quick. Just to let's see who is Solana. What does what does Solana mostly operate in? Like, do they have like a a little pocket they they operate, or just find mine their own coin? Do their own uh, let's let's see let's let's speculate a little bit okay well so here on crypto uh sorry crypto get me over here ha. here on coin gecko says uh solana crypto is a high through 
put blockchain based on a proof of history and proof of stake consensus built by a team of networking engineers solana aims to become the blockchain infrastructure of the modern internet application yeah, very cool right i mean they, cool. they, they got they got some different things going on what can they do see solana is a general purpose blockchain similar to ethereum it has a different technical underline such as that development writing applications using rust instead of solidity or viper huh so so rust solidity and viper right those are different uh programming languages for the blockchain for those who are just curious you know for some of the ones who are interested in maybe creating their own dApps and a dApp is a decentralized application. So uh, what else does it say? End users applications as and now include decentralized finance or DeFi, non-fungible tokens or NFTs, uh, marketplace games and more. So uh, this is what you would call a competitor of Ethereum. So is uh you know interesting things there <laughs> to say the least and and that what were they number seven yeah yeah similar to oh number five i'm sorry number like five five so next up we got usdc i knew usdc was going to make its way up here eventually i still say usdc is going to end up bumping um <laughs> usdt out the way uh, US, so USDC sitting at number six is dollar coin, but it is a lighter and more efficient version of dollar coin. I'm a fan of USDC. I, have, I feel like a spokesman at this point. Then we have another competitor of Ethereum, Cardano, right? I'm kind of a gorilla for Cardano because I get Cardano and I just hold it. I just hold it, you know, just hoping that it's actually going to make the moves that, that they're trying to make. You know, it's a scalable, uh, more uh, cost efficient uh version of a, of a blockchain uh issue with cardano is technically it is it is i mean you have to be adept to 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 really just make one of these servers so it's not the easiest thing to do but the yield it's a nice yield xrp 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 is neither down nor up today they're sitting right at zero percent for the day but they are down 7.7 for the week i just realized my bad cardano is up 2.9 percent for today but they're down six percent for the week i mean i'm just happy to see a green number in this top 10 man it seems like all these cryptos are getting black eyes luckily though the way crypto works it doesn't work like like uh like currency uh, that's the I guess that's the misnomer there to call it currency. You know, you treat this more like stocks makes a little more sense, right? If uh, if I have a house and the house is worth two hundred thousand, if the housing market goes down and the next day my house is worth one hundred and ninety-five thousand, and then the housing market goes back up, well, if the housing market went down, I didn't lose five thousand dollars. I still have a house. <laughs> Sweet for the housing market to go back up. You're moving waves. Sine waves, that is, but we don't get too deep into that. Polka dot, polka dot sitting at number nine. Polka dot is down 1.3% for today. They're also down 3.6% for the week. Terra Luna, Terra Luna, I, another one that I just, I just get and I just hold on to. <laughs> I, still, I still have the Terra Luna I bought some time ago. 
but uh, they are down 2.4% for the day, and they're down 9.2% for the week. A couple honorable mentionables. Top, I would say 11 to 20. I call those the mentionables because they, you know, they dance around a whole lot. I mean, a whole lot. But I will tell you this: Crypto.com is up there. Cosmos is up there. Uh, Polygon is up there. Somehow, uh, Dogecoin is just, just, just staying up there. I don't know how. It'll, you know, the more people question Dogecoin, the worse it's gonna do. So, I'm hating. We'll see. <coughs> oh my gosh. Talk about a drive through. Oh man, Nathaniel the man done, done, done jumped out the closet over here. What's up, brother? What's going on, gentlemen? Oh man, not a whole lot. You know, just getting the old, getting the old podcast in here. Uh, about to finish up. Just finished up with the uh, top ten. You know how the the last thing we like to do is we're gonna take a look at Bitcoin, right? Uh, probably gonna put some fractals up there uh, along with a couple of indicators to see if we can get a a general perspective of the momentum, which way it could be heading. You know. We'll see. We'll see. How's your night going, Dan? I think his night is going silently. My night's going well. How about you guys? Sorry. It's it's, it's rainy here and I'm trying to get nice and warm and start dinner here soon. Got you. Got you. Understood. Understood. There we go. Oh, man. That's a nice little V-shape right there. All right, uh, can I get a trading view, please? Like, I wish I had trading view music. Just can I get a trading view? Okay, now nah, that's fucking terrible. Never mind. We we don't need that at all. <laughs> Maybe you can edit that out. <laughs> right. It's like a drum roll. You know what I mean? It it, it felt like a drum roll, and I'm like. Why would anybody want to drum? Yeah, roll like a like a drum roll had a stutter. Right. <laughs> oh, your drum roll got an impediment. <laughs> Do something about that. All right, all right. Let me see. So we got. Uh, yeah, you can actually be a little slow here, so we're just trying to be patient. Oh yeah, no sweat, man, no sweat. You know, luckily that's why it's recorded. Um, because I, I like to do these live and then post them afterwards because uh you know no stutters or uh you know drum rolls all right we're gonna put this on the day-to-day chart <laughs> all right let me see what this looks like on uh okay yep y'all can see that there so we're gonna put this in the day chart before we do that we're gonna have to roll a couple of indicators on here Throw on a couple of my favorite ones. There we go. This one, this one. And we're gonna throw on the MACD indicator. That's your moving average convergence divergence. Alrighty. Let's see. Get a general idea what's going on here. So 
Uh, we're taking a look at the trading view here. And so right now we're about at 42.8. Yeah, 42.8. Hey, damn, I think we're, we're, we're almost at that point that I was talking about, man. Oh, man. I hope so, man. I hope it's about done. I'm about tired of this mess. Right, right. Like, uh, I'm looking at it right now, right? And I would say that the true test zone, in my humble opinion, is going to be around closer to 42, 41. So there may be some more room to go here. We'll see. Hey, but after that, that'll, I mean, that'll, that's a major zone tested, in my opinion. You know, like once we bounce off of that, there, there's a, there's a lot of, it's not a lot of volume here to, to stop it from pushing straight up through here. So I don't know if you're looking at my chart right now, but uh, if you look at this green candle here back on the, does this tell me the date? So this would tell me the date somewhere. I got to scroll down a little bit. So if you look right here back in October, right? What is that? The 30th? Nope. Sorry. 30th of September. Right around that area, we got down to 40,800 40, almost, right? <clears throat> After that, we bounced up, took off, boom, like a rocket. So if you look at the long green candle, right? Actually, all three of them, this one, this one, and this one, right? And you line this long green candle up with green candles that happen around the same, you know, basically around the same price. That area in between there represents a just a low resistance area. You know what I mean? So when it hits those areas, statistically, just looking at it, looking at the numbers, there's not a lot to stop it from pushing through. Make sense? So even looking over here where we took this major dip right here, right? This is one of the reasons why I was like, okay, this could be a bigger dip due to the simple fact I'm looking at how these areas were just cleared through. You know what I'm saying? But they can yes. build up a lot of energy in these zone testing areas. So, and that's very what interesting. I, I think uh, cause I believe Dan's still getting food ready, but I definitely I see. It. Again, keep in mind there is, uh, of course, a delay on the live. So, whatever you're explaining, you know, we do see a couple of minutes after you said it. Got you. Understood. Understood. Uh, yeah. Luckily, luckily, I'll post this live shortly and after. I do see that, and that's gonna look awesome. It's gonna be awesome to see that, like, uh, if that bounces off of that, like, did you mention that a while back? I do remember that conversation. And if it does dip down that low and and spring back, it'll be it'll be quite a spectacle for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Especially especially if you're lucky, if we're lucky enough to get one of those cases where, uh, like, right here, right? This so this blue line, all right, that's your MACD line, right? This orange line right here, that'll be your signal line. Right. And, and these are just averages, right, that uh, represent a bunch of different statistical data that we ain't got to get too deep into. But what we do know is that when our MACD line crosses over our signal line, that's a it's normally, a, you know, part of uh, part of a good actionable uh, to look for actionable signal for for a good run. You know, so like it crosses over right here. Boom. Great run, right? Look at okay. all of this volume. All of this green, these green lines at the bottom there, that's just volume. You know? Uh, when it crosses over here at the top, you know, okay. MACD crosses over the other one, boom, falls, right? 
it, you know, here's a little, here's a little cross that tried something down here, but you know, nobody wants to get caught in that. That's what we call a retracement, but boom, keeps falling. Hey, that's all we got time for on Rock Crypto Talks podcast. Join us next time.